Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. Elizabeth's like, I just don't feel like talking today. And I'm like, really? Because all I feel like doing is talking. So I guess this is going to be like a heavy Kelly podcast. And Liz. I feel like I'm in this weird place because when you are feeling bad, that's like a good sign, you know, like everything's going well. Now I'm feeling fine, but also it's too early to feel anything. So now my mind's back to being like, is everything okay? Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. I am in a, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm in a weird mood today. So am I. We're I'm, in different weird oh, I know. Like Elizabeth's like, I just don't feel like talking today. And I'm like, really? Because all I feel like doing is talking. So, so we'll see what happens. I guess this is going to be like a heavy Kelly podcast with like a touch of your little eye rolls and grunts and Mm -hmm. light of greens that's very much how i'm feeling because i'm not in a talking mood nor a listening mood so this (laughs) is a tough tough day on the job for me (laughs) do you want to start by like talking about yourself like how are you feeling now that like the news has broken it feels so good now that i don't have to hide it anymore because i've had you know my ultrasounds like on my fridge and i've had to like I would be like talking on my stories and I'd have to delete them all because my fridge was in the background. So I just felt like I've had to like hide something because I didn't want anyone to find out. Um, And it just feels good that I can finally start talking about it. I can get some validation on how I'm feeling, except like, of course, now I'm feeling like fine. So I don't even have any. There were so many days where I would like do something or feel a certain way like first trimester vibes and now that i'm like out of that and i feel fine like there's nothing funny or relatable going on right now i'm just like in no man's land yeah because like you just feel good but like you're not showing like you're not like decorating the room yet you don't know the gender it's just yeah there's just like yeah it's kind of weird also i don't i've been meaning to talk to you about this so this feels like a good place to talk about it oh no i i feel like i'm in this weird place because when you are feeling bad that's like a good sign you know like everything's going Mm -hmm. well um now i'm feeling fine but also it's too early to feel anything so now my mind's back to being like is everything okay is everything okay no i totally get that and it's it, it it continues to get i mean this is just motherhood like so just buckle up but like it just continues to get more and more scary because then like you'll feel kicks and you won't feel kicks for two days you're like why yeah kicks for why, two days? why aren't you moving you just have to like <sighs> let go and let god and it's just everything's fun, gonna be fine yeah okay. um but i am so excited the news has broken we're, yeah, I mean, it's it's weird because like with the podcast episode that came out on Tuesday, it was before you posted it on Instagram, technically. Yeah. So it's just been like fun for me to like see everyone's reaction. How about all the people who were like, I knew it. You gave it away on the podcast. I'm I like, know. what did you say? OK, so here are a couple of things that I said that people thought we were talking about. It's when we were talking about social media for like teens. And I said, your family and my future family that's not a that's hint. not a hint that's, that's me not talking about hey i don't currently have children but one day i hope to regardless of if i was pregnant or not i know that that's not a hint that was not a hint the one that people that that w- i think this was actually a slip up was when we had mom on the podcast and we were talking she was talking about how like she's not as tired because she's not as tired as us she's like yo you girl you know i'm not quite as tired as you girls are like you've got this going on (coughs) she said something about kids and then i had to be like well i have no excuse even though i was (laughs) dead tired tired. because i was pregnant (laughs) oh that is true so those were some of the big ones people were like i knew it well liz we have a jam-packed episode today i mean the way that my industry news is 
Kelly's been, Kelly texted me at first thing this morning was like, my industry news is incredible. She's called me two more times to tell me how incredible (laughs) her industry news is, but like won't tell me what it is. So it's juicy. She's really excited to talk about it. Um, I also have like a driveway dump. I'm going to give like, we're going to do all, just just all the things, you know, all the things you love, ditch the drive through things, things, things. So start us off like we always do with a millennial word. Okay. So it's time for the millennial word of the day where we learn Gen Z slang so we can be less Less lame. lame. But before we do that, I want to thank today's sponsor. Uncommon Goods. If you want to avoid boring, basic and bland gifts this year, Uncommon Goods is your secret weapon. Uncommon Goods is here to make your holiday shopping stress-free by scouring the globe for the most remarkable and truly unique gifts for everyone on your list. Whether you're shopping for your secret Santa or your entire family, Uncommon Goods knows exactly what they want. When you shop at Uncommon Goods, you're supporting artists and small independent businesses. These fine products are often made in small batches, so shop now before they sell out this holiday season. I feel like during this time, we're all ordering so much off of Amazon and Target, and it just starts to feel like the ick from ordering from these like massive companies. So Honestly, you feel good after you shop on Uncommon Goods. So to get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash carpool. That's uncommongoods.com slash carpool for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods, we're all out of the ordinary. So today's millennial word I actually got over the weekend while I was at a bachelorette party. So I was at a bachelorette party um, and I should use that term loosely because it was not the average bachelorette party where it was like a bridal retreat. It was a bridal retreat, 100 percent. So it was like we had one nice dinner where we like all got dressed up. And then the next day we did. Well, most of the girls had a workout class. It was hot Pilates, so I couldn't do it. Um, and then we went to a spa for like actually five hours. Like I've never utilized a spa so much. And then we like went home and made cookies and like played very PG games. I say all that to say there was a Gen Z at the bachelorette party Mm. because it was the younger sister of the bride um, and she's in high school. She's 16. She told me this new word and I couldn't even like find anything on the internet about it because I think it's like just that fresh and authentic. Oh my gosh. So how old is she? She's 16. That's nice. Yeah. That's like this is fresh. The word is a word we've heard, but it's the context in which you use it. And the word is sniped sniped so it means i'll like, use it in a sentence okay. oh my gosh you snap i can't believe you sniped that photo of me or you sniped me so hard in that photo so it's like you took a bad photo exactly you. so it's yeah, like if you just like if you are like posting on your instagram story or your snapchat it's probably what the gen z's are truly doing and they're like not paying attention it's a bad photo and you post it you sniped them oh i like that yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's I feel one. like there sh- I feel like there needed that, to be a word for no, that. No, and that's a word that we didn't need until s- intense social media came around. Exactly. The way I snipe you in my Instagram stories all the time. Well, yeah. I snipe everyone. You're not afraid. Well, and the thing about me is I'm a one take queen. Yeah. So Rarely like, do oh, I do two takes. So it's you, like, also, you also have never met a filter. In no, your I don't life. do filters. So it's unfortunate no. when like you're in full glam and then I think I'm just behind the camera that day. So I like don't put makeup on or I'm having a reptile outbreak. <laughs> <laughs> so no. love that. Okay. Well, moving on from that, like that word, excited to try to incorporate it. Speaking of Gen Z's, did you see what Katie Holmes wore to the jingle ball? I don't know who that is. Elizabeth. Who's Katie Holmes? Oh my gosh. Surely you guys have seen it. Dear it's- 
Why did it she do is that? The, it's the dress with the flared jeans and the black sneakers. Why did she do it? Because she Gen Z'd a little too did close to the sun. Did she lose a bet? No, I think she Gen Z'd a little too close to the sun and she tried to bring that out. And it's just, I think it's a cultural reset. Um, Because I think Katie Holmes said, okay. It's everything that's bad about the 2000s that we were trying to never go back to. Well, and also like she's just not, it's also like Katie Holmes, you're not... <laughs> No, no, no. Like, you're not the one who should have done that. Like, let's find, like, a fun, like, Gen Z to do that. To, like, try to do, like, I'm not yeah, mad. Yeah, if at- anyone's going to try and do it, it needs to be, like, a Gen Z. No, she's, like, people are quaking. That's Truly quaking. Okay, where do you want to go from here? I mean, when I say, like, just have so much to talk about, I can't even, like, I don't, I'm, like. One thing, we just have to, like, start chipping away at it, Kel. Okay, let me do my dump really fast, because I think that okay. will just, like, help me. Dump away a bit. Get t- I need to get tired from talking. Okay, first things first. I don't know if like you know this, but I have been kind of like a stove pop, stove pop, stove top potpourri girly lately. Yeah, I know. I walked into your house while you were doing it. And Liz did not like the smell. No. Which is rude. And I'm going to blame it on your pregnancy. Did you um, like it? Yeah, I, I think it smells nice. What's not to maybe, like about it? Maybe I had a bad day. It it was just like, mm, would rather have a candle. Okay, well, anyway, um, if you're anything like me and you like your kids eat like i just want to like give this like hack because okay, i shared it on my instagram story i thought it was a good hack give a hack so like hattie's like orange and i'm like Ugh. it's hard to say no when they want fruit so you're like fine because like yeah. if you get two bites in at least it's two bites so i'll cut up an orange she'll eat two bites then i have this like half sucked on rind and i'm like what am i doing with this like, what do i do so i just like put it on the stove with a piece of cinnamon stick in it and i made stovetop potpourri from my kids leftovers mm. and i just think that's the kind of like sustainable like zero waste energy i'm gonna bring into 23 well that's a bold statement to make because that will be the only way in which you are actively trying to be zero waste (laughs) i'm just saying you got to start somewhere and all you need to make stovetop potpourri is like don't fall into all these traps of and maybe it smells better who knows but like you don't need these like star anise and you don't need all these like things i buy some cinnamon sticks instacart some cinnamon sticks some oranges a little vanilla throw it on the stove well, i didn't hear i didn't smell that combination you had it with like the cranberries and no stuff. i did not it was just oranges oh cinnamon are you sure that one day it came up yes or? elizabeth okay but i'm just saying like yeah take but your- it is funny though because normally when like influencers are posting their stove to- potpourri it's like it is like beautifully cut up with like <laughs> shapes and such and kelly has literally have eaten rinds and, no, and then like i would just find rinds throughout my house i just throw them in the stove top potpourri maybe that's why i didn't like the smell because you were pulling them out of your trash can <laughs> no where were you finding rinds around your house we don't have children <laughs> yet <laughs> wherever hattie left them oh my god okay that was number one i just wanted to get that out of the way um also okay i'll just leave it at that i got the most moronic targeted ad the other day that like i have to talk about do you know what cameo is yeah there is now cameo kids what where you can pay to have an animated character say something to your children oh so like let me give you like spongebob so like spongebob coco melon and i'm like oh okay thirty dollars to get jj from coco melon to say i don't even know what jj's voice sounds like hi george peas are good for you yes i like them i mean that's a racket what they should do is be like charge ten dollars and have a george pre-recorded and then like 
No, what they should do is like someone needs to come out with an app that makes JJ AI. He's not a real person. Yeah. I can't believe that 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 if you're paying for that, you have to stop, guys. We have to be voting with, with our dollars and we have to not let that kind of thing happen. $30 for an AI to say your kid's name. That's crazy. And my thing is like George wouldn't care. No. So who cares? I don't I don't know. I just wanted to dive into that with you. Okay. Okay, and the last thing on my dump. Did you see what I texted you about the Amazon thing? Amazon tipping? Yes. Yeah. Tipping culture. I have a hot take on this. Okay. You didn't text me back. I noticed when I hadn't sent you this. So yeah. I'm assuming it's because you have so much to say. You just needed this kind of platform to do it. Um. Yeah. Okay. So one of you guys sent me this, actually. Hannah sent it to me. Starting December 7th, anytime a customer says, Alexa, thank my driver, the driver who delivered their whoa, most... Whoa, whoa, you can't say that. It's just like so loud in my house like that, Cal. <laughs> you like, look around this room. <laughs> Is there an Alexa? No, I think, we think we're good. Okay. Um, you interrupted me. Sorry. Um, so-and-so, thank my driver. The driver who delivered their most recent package will be notified of the customer's appreciation. And in celebration of this new feature, with each thank you received from the customers, the driver the drivers will receive an additional $5 at no cost to the customer. We'll be doing this for the first 1 million thanks you received. After the five drivers who receive... Okay, blah, 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 blah. Then just like goes on to say it. So basically, Amazon's like, try like going to match your tips, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Well, it sounds like they're going to do free tipping until... Until that threshold is reached. Yeah. Anyway, I am okay with tipping delivery drivers. Uh, especially like in the Christmas season. I mean, like, you leave stuff out. I have snacks. I've got a cooler. Yeah. My house is popping. And you know what? I have like that, like a security doorbell camera thing on my front door. And they always say thank you. They mm-hmm. look at the camera. They take a snack. They look me square in the camera and they say, thank you. Yeah. Sweet. So yeah, I'll tip them. Okay. And that's my driveway dump. Yeah, I think that's fine. Okay. Moving on. This is the most random episode ever. But we have the most popular baby names of 2022. The list has been released. Oh. And I thought we could go through it. And then I thought I'd like sneak a baby name clue in here. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. Do you want to guess the top five girl names and boy names? Yeah. Um, okay. Boy. I'll start with boy. I feel okay. like I'm not going to go and just like tell me if they're in the top five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like Henry's on there. Do you want me to like tell you yes or no? Yeah. No. Okay. How about Benjamin? No. How about, I feel like I've like seen these lists before. How about, okay, so we got to go a little bit weirder. Um, I actually don't know. Okay, try girl. Uh, Emma. Emma's number two. Um, Ava. Ava's number four. Okay, this is, this is easier. Um, Sophia. Number five. Oh my god! I know, okay, you have two more. You, I think you can get number one. I don't think you can get number three. Um, number one most popular girl name. Don't think common, but think common, but also a little trendy. Common, but trendy. I literally can't think of a single name in my head right now. <laughs> Olivia. I wouldn't have gotten Olivia. So girl names, Olivia, Emma, Amelia, Ava, Sophia. Oh, okay. I could see Amelia. Boy names. Number one is Liam. Oh, Noah's on there for sure. Number two is Noah. Noah. Number three, Oliver. Okay. And then number four, Elijah. And number five, Mateo. Elijah surprised me at number five. Or number four. Mateo surprises me. 
I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, Elijah. But I feel like Eli's a popular boy name, though. So maybe it's like yeah. Eli. And then number six, I feel like six is worth mentioning. Uh, six is Isabella and Lucas. Okay. That kind of surprises me because I, I feel like I actually... I feel like all the names of kids that I hear about now, like through my... Well, I guess that's 2022. So this would be later but through like maddie's nieces and nephews are all very kind of different names mm-hmm. um so then i was like where's my baby's name on the yeah. list here's your clue not even in the top 500 <laughs> yeah that would track maybe the top 500 in like 1950 <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway that's your clue for the day okay so that was kind of fun. Um, also does surprise me because I agree. I don't know like Olivia, Emma, Sophia. Like those are all very normal names. And I feel like. But I don't think they're overdone though either. No, I don't think they're Ava. Like I feel like they're normal, not overdone. And I feel like. Also like normalize a popular name because it's a good name. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's how I feel about my old fashioned names. It's like, well, at least I know they're going to come back in style. They've been around for five ever. Yeah, I don't know. Do you have any names yet? Not that you're gonna like share, but yeah. I'm just like, have you and Maddie like? We we have the girl name like down for sure. Boy names, Maddie doesn't like any of the boy names that I've ever liked, so he vetoed all of them. Do you want to tell us like? One I guess you, I can share one those. that you liked that was a veto. I just like love baby names. Um, Holden. Uh, I love I really Holden. like Holden. Um, Elizabeth, that is a cute name. I, everyone's gonna hate this name but i actually always liked the name donald because that's my grandpa's name and i like i think don is really cute i don't like donald but i like don i like donnie i think it's so cute but once i realized maddie was the one i was like don st john isn't really gonna fly. oh i think donnie's cute so i think donnie's cute and then um i threw i threw conrad at him the other day and he laughed in my face i don't like conrad i think it's cute okay i think it's strong I don't. I don't know. I don't really have super strong opinion opinions on boy names. So do you, so it'll be like harder to name a boy if it's a boy. It'll be harder, but also kind of easier because it's just like because okay, you yeah sure. That's are fine. the names that he's throwing out that he's throwing out for boys? Are they like they're classic? They're normal. They're just normal. Like yeah. there's are, there's are there are, are there any names that he's thrown out that you've a hundred percent vetoed? Absolutely not doing it. Yeah. Um. It actually might have been like Elijah or something like that. It was some or no. It was Ezekiel. You want to call him Zeke? And I said, no. I don't want to name... I don't like Ezekiel St. John. No. He forgets that that's his it last name. It was Ezekiel. He's going to listen to this that podcast and I not be no happy. You got to watch that because Tyler doesn't always listen. Tyler is so funny, Elizabeth. He listens to the episodes so sporadically. So it's dangerous because I feel like I can say whatever I want. But then like then he listens. But the other day we were talking and he was like, well, he was trying to tell me about Carvana. Yeah. And I was like, where did you hear that? He's like, I've just heard it somewhere. And I'm like, you heard that on my podcast. podcast. Yeah. You idiot. You idiot. It's pretty funny. That's funny. Okay. All right, Liz, I um, have a little bit of a, uh, what would you call this? A test drive, I guess. We've been doing so many tasty things. I forgot that sometimes we just test things. Yes. And we talked about this on a previous episode. And today we're doing it. And it's the barefoot dreams of it all because the chokehold that barefoot dreams has on us millennials is a little, it's, it's worrisome. It's, it's worth mentioning, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone's like the dupes, the dupes, the dupes. And I think the word dupe is a very dangerous game to play mm-hmm. 
because similar is not always a dupe. And there are things like, I'm sorry, and this could, this is a hot take. I think I know what you're going to say. What am I going to say? Are you going to say like Lululemon, Lululemon. line? Don't yeah. tell stop. You don't have a dupe for the Lululemon stop. line leggings. It's a similar legging. Yeah. It's a sim. And the way. It's a good legging. It's a good legging. It's, it's not, not Lululemon. It's not Lululemon line. line. No. It's not. And it's just it's just the Lululemon line. I can find other Lulu dupes and all sorts of sorts and all sorts of stuff. Mm -hmm. But leggings are like so specific, like a shirt, a bra, a sweatshirt, like what that can all just kind of be whatever. But like leggings and the Lululemon lines I've bought recently since I got pregnant because you wear them over your pregnant belly. They're like putting sweatpants on. No, there is. Especially if you go a size up. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry to like make that. A statement but like i've done the amazon dupes and i'm not saying it's a bad legging i'm saying you can say this is a really great maternity legging this is a really great workout legging but to go online and call it a dupe a perfect dupe for this like don't no. buy don't buy a hundred dollar ones when you can buy thirty dollar ones and they're the exact same they're not the exact same and i might here's the thing i might wear both I'll i wear do both. wear both i'll wear both i have the thirty dollar ones and i have the hundred dollar ones but it's not that so anyway okay so we bought bear so i have a barefoot dreams blanket sitting here Kelly bought a Barefoot Dreams dupe off of Amazon. Amazon, And I feel like I'm already going to people be like, no, you need the Sam's Club one. Okay, I don't have a Sam's Club, people. I'm trying to do the best I can. This one came highly suggested, this right. one that I bought. Like from, I've seen a lot of influencers call it a dupe. Like yeah. the reviews were dupe, dupe energy. Well, it's vacuum sealed as it currently is. So Kelly needs to open it. But it, it does have a little ribbon around it. Um, like the barefoot dreams one comes so we're gonna have kelly take it out we're gonna look at it and i'm going to close my eyes and touch the barefoot dreams ones and touch that one and see yeah. if it's a dupe i don't want you to touch it until yeah i don't want to touch it okay. until I so let's let's do it hold on i gotta get my headphones on okay really feel them mm -hmm. i think i know okay is what, this the dupe that's the dupe yeah um it's not. It's, it's, it's because it's thin. It's not a dupe. It's not bad. It's a soft blanket. I don't. So Barefoot Dreams blanket's $100. This one was $25. Yeah. So um, it's soft. It's nice. It is much thinner than the Barefoot Dreams. It's not as. I can't believe I'm about to say this. I can't believe I'm about to justify a $100 blanket because like I hate that about myself right now. But like I, you bought me a Barefoot Dreams blanket for my birthday and I love it. It is a this dupe is a fourth of the price. It is a fourth. It is a fourth of the quality. It's like you you get what you pay for. It is not. I would it's agree. Not a dupe. It is not a dupe, but it is a very soft blanket for twenty five dollars. But I will take my barefoot dreams one over it. It's still very soft. Like it feels and soft. It's just a barefoot dreams. I don't think you should buy a barefoot dreams for yourself. I think you should ask for it as a gift. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Because if you like us, like how many times? And guys, you I know we say this, but you have to start writing in your notes app in your phone things to ask for because like when your husband or your mom or someone's like what do you want for a christmas or birthday that's the kind of thing where it's like i would love a barefoot dreams blanket because it is a great gift like it I, is a luxury but i'm not mad at this blanket what i'm gonna do is george is like such a blanket snob he'll be like mom can you get me one of the soft blankets and we have an ugg blanket which is a funny story on why we have an ugg blanket and a barefoot dreams blanket and like it has to be one of those two blankets or he's like unhappy. okay so this will be like george's barefoot dreams blanket i'm ho hopefully oh if george if it doesn't pass the george test then like no and, one should and buy that's this. the update i need because like if george is like choosing one between like i think that'll be very telling right okay so when tyler and i were dating he 
knew that I had a pair of Uggs. This was like in co- this was in college, so like two thousand and I don't know, like twelve or something. It was like my freshman year of college, and I had a pair of Uggs. So he like knew that brand, and he wanted to get me something for Christmas. So he went to Nordstrom and was like, "She likes Uggs." <sighs> And they, she bought me this blanket, which like, it is a very nice. And we, hey, guess what? We literally 10 yeah, years super later, nice. we still have it. And it's still like one of my favorite blankets. And that's just like a guy just like picking a, like not knowing what to get and just like picking a brand and like sticking with like, well, she has a pair of Uggs, so I will get her. So Uggs. therefore, uh, she likes Ugg. One plus one equals two. Hey, and he was right. So anyway, that's the update on the Barefoot Dreams. Let us know right into the hello at the Karma official dot com and tell us what other like influencer things you want to try what dupes should we i like the dupes yeah and don't eat no one recommend lululemon the lines because i just won't do it but what are some other dupes i guess there could be like some so barefoot dreams i don't think you can recreate i think you could recreate like a skims robe though mm. barefoot dreams material is just so particular but i'm sure that there's like some skims dupes well, and this is soft. It's just not as soft and it's not as thick. And it's and it is a fourth of the price. So that's kind of what you're what you got to go for. OK. All right, Elizabeth. Are you ready for is it just like time to like go into industry news? Like I just like so. that? Like, I it think just, it's that good. Eek. I'm scared it's not that good. OK. You have been building it up. Well, I'm going to start low. Okay, we have the 2023 Outlander PHEV, a versatile step four. This is a story from Automotive News, and it says the crossover's 2.4 liter four cylinder engine is paired with a dual motor and combines 248 horsepower in 43%, a 43% increase from the outgoing generation. So, the Mitsubishi Outlander, this is a car that mm. I have so many mixed feelings on in so many ways. Yeah. And it's just also like, if they can do a PHEV, why can't the rest of you? Right. If Mitsubishi, who I can't imagine is doing well, can't I can't imagine they're killing the game, selling out, can do a PHEV. Hey, Hyundai. And a PHEV is? A plug-in hybrid electric vehicle. Okay, Mitsubishi. You were just throwing that around like everyone should know what it is. I think a lot of people did, but if there's any first timers. Okay. Mitsubishi's second-generation Outlander PHEV went on sale late last month with more power and a higher-capacity battery and an estimated EV range of up to 38 miles. This is such a misconception when it comes to PHEVs because everyone's like, 38 miles, that would only get me one way to work. And, like, that's kind of the point. Like, the point is that it's, like, it's not an electric vehicle, but the majority of America, I think, drives less than 30 miles a day. Mm -hmm. So, for a lot of Americans, they could ride on all electric, which is exciting. Yeah. I'm excited to see. It's like a good entryway into electric. A hundred percent. This one's going to share a lot of technology with Nissan and specifically the Rogue, which because that's because Nissan took over Mitsubishi in 2016. Did you know that? I didn't. Um, so, yeah, that's just all there is to do it. But it, it's priced from 41000 including shipping, which is an exciting price. But what was interesting was there's a there's a slight setback for the crossover because it's assembled in Japan. So that makes it ineligible for the $7,500 federal tax EV credit as part of the new inflation reduction act. The law requires automakers to build EVs and plug-in hybrids in North America to qualify, which is interesting. That is interesting. Mm -hmm. 
Mitsubishi recently allowed journalists to drive the Outlander PHEV, and we've collected some early reviews. We were not invited to drive the Outlander PHEV, but a lot of other journalists were, and they were all talking about it. <sighs> so anyway, that's something to watch. I've done a Mitsubishi Outlander tour. It's a confusing vehicle, guys. Like, the way they ran out of money, the way that yeah. the, the way, like, go watch my tour. It is the most... We were and- so excited to tour it, too. And when we got through, we were like, oh, my. It's just, it's like one of those, like, it's like a four-passenger car with, like, a third row. It's like the middle seat's small. The third row's a joke. It's just like one of those. So it's just like, and at that point, I'd rather go buy a GMC Acadia. Like, I'm going to have a four-passenger car. I'd rather buy that one. Okay. Next story. Here's the juicy one. Motor Trend over the weekend put out a pretty sassy opinion piece oh and it's by the there's this podcast called the inevitable and like the so how do you spell inevitable if you didn't know is i-n-e-v then the rest of the letters so it's like ev is like so it's talking about so it's the inevitable presented by volvo okay so it's like a volvo motor trend inevitable crossover and the headline is you're being lied to about electric cars (gasps) i know and then it says science has repeatedly shown evs are better for humans despite the meme you just retweeted so it's like a little shady yeah like they're sassy like it's a little sassy but here's the thing about and you guys if you've been listening to the podcast i call myself an ev skeptic because i think it's good to have skeptics in this world i think let's not forget it's okay to ask questions people i would agree but i do think this article actually made some really good points and it kind of shed some light on some like the are evs bad myths I still have questions and concerns and comments, but I thought it was worth bringing up. And I think it's a good read for anyone interested in electric vehicles, especially if you're anti-electric vehicles or if like you're worried about them. It, it, co- it covers some of the concerns in a way okay. that that's nice. There's just like so much snark in this article. <laughs> it was like kind of kind of love it. I like I'm kind of here for it. I love a little snark. No, I do, too. So like if you're going to snark, I might snark. So it's like but we're just snarking like we're all having fun. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, so it says I'm going to like hit some of the major points in this vehicle, and I promise you this is interesting. So you, you need to be listening up. Okay, the first thing you have to talk about when it comes to electric vehicles is direct versus indirect dim- emissions. Okay, mm-hmm. so direct is like gas. Indirect is like how the batteries are built is what they're okay. basically saying. Gotcha. Gas powered vehicles have both direct and indirect emissions, while electric cars. I'm sp- Then he goes, I'm speaking specifically about battery powered vehicles or EVs have indirect emissions. So okay. basically, it's like there's no direct emissions technically right. for an EV, because even if like they're getting the electricity from the coal burning plant, it's not like the cars. So right, 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 right. right. So, so it makes sense. OK. OK. Um, and just so everyone knows, I'm going to be calling them EVs for electric vehicles and ICE for internal combustion engines. So ICE vehicles are like your typical ones. I just like want to get those little acronyms out of the way. OK. OK. OK, let me get to where I was going. A big knock on EVs is that because most battery production is centered centered in China, itself a notorious coal-burning country, battery-powered cars begin their service lives with more indirect emissions to their credit. The above is true. If you take an ICE vehicle, a regular gas car, and an EV and lock them both in a room, by the time the world ends, the undriven electric car will have already resulted in more bad stuff than the undriven gas-powered car. So they're acknowledging like, yeah. It is more damaging to the environment to build an electric vehicle. Okay. 
and then they get sassy. But here's the crazy part. Cars are driven. Wild, I know, but it's true. Like, yeah. I love the snark. The more EVs get driven, the cleaner they get. The last part would be especially true if the energy used to power the EVs itself was CO2 free, CO2 free. But even if it's not, EVs still lead to less emissions over time than cars that burn gasoline. So okay. I like the acknowledgement because I think like that's a big thing. It's like, well, what about the, the mining and this and this? And they're like, yes, it's worse. It's worse. And that's where like you got to be careful with like nothing is as clean as riding a bike. Nothing right. is as clean as public transportation. Nothing's as clean as a horse and bucky. So like it is not great to build these batteries. Right. Moving on. So then the question is like, well, how long does it take? So like if it's, is it like uh, EV needs to be on the road for 10 years mm-hmm. to, to, or, balance to, to balance that or what does that look like? Okay. They said not so long. The New York Times published an article and to quote Gary Lady, who I guess is the person, I'll post this on the carpool article. The population equation evens out to between 1.4 to 1.5 years for sedans and 1.6 to 1.9 years for SUVs and about 1.6 years for pickup trucks based on the average number of vehicles miles per travel year in the United States. Okay. So if you sign a two-year lease, by the time you turn your EV in, is released less CO2 than the equivalent ICE vehicle between direct and indirect emissions. I gotcha. Okay. Okay, so like that's one point that I wanted to make. And then they go on to say, well, what about like if you burn coals to power the EVs? Because a lot of this is like, you know, there's some parts of the country that are using cleaner energy to get their electricity. A lot of the country is still using coal, mm-hmm. burning coal to get electricity. So like the point is, it's like, and we've talked about this multiple times. Like we just did a whole article about how to power a truck stop would take as much energy as a small town. Right. So it's like, that's not good. But, sorry, I'm running out of breath. <sighs> But they say, even if you burned coal to create the electricity to power EVs, that's still less CO2 than, than, than is released by burning gasoline. Okay. And they say, how is that possible? Simple efficiency. And then they go on to explain why EVs are more efficient and how they're using that, that emissions to power the vehicle. ICE vehicles only send between 16 to 25% of the energy created from, from the burning gasoline to the wheels, which is like not a lot. And then it says electric vehicles send 87 to 91 percent of the energy in the battery to the wheels. So it's like they're they're more efficient when they're doing it. Okay. So anyway, all that to say, (laughs) all that to say, and then they go into the power grid, which I'm not going to go into the power grid because I don't really I don't know. I just don't really want to read this paragraph, but I'll put it on put it on the um. Well, you know what? If anything, I'm just like happy that someone is like talking about it and like doing the research no for sure stuff that we've like had now, questions about here is like my still questions that i have and here's where like a little bit of the red flag is one we still have some problem with evs because one cost the evs are still too expensive and there just came a study that came out that actually like the it's getting more expensive to make the batteries hmm. two the chargers are incredibly expensive. Dad's actually driving an electric vehicle right now, and he's getting quoted anywhere from like fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars to put a charger in his garage. Wow! So that's an additional expense. Yeah. That like that's a lot. That's a lot. Um, three. We know that these batteries have to be replaced, so we're still not understanding. Like, so yes, it's better. Like I understand what he's saying about his two-year lease, but then like 
how often does the battery have to be replaced? Mm. So like by the time the battery is replaced and like you're kind of like starting that back over because of all the emissions it took to get that next battery to be replaced. How much does that battery replacement cost? X, yeah. Y, and Z. Yeah. So I think like it's difficult to look at. You have to look at EVs and like what's happening and think about what it's going to mean for the used car market. Because spoiler alert, Motor Trend, let me tell you something snazzy. They're too dang expensive. So a lot of us are going to be in the used car market for these electric vehicles. And there is very little data about how these electric vehicles operate in the used car market because there hasn't been a lot of used electric vehicles really to look at. Right. The next is I'd love, love for what they don't do on here is they don't compare these to a hybrid vehicle. And I wanted to do the Mitsubishi Outlander story because I've read a few studies that actually say that plug-in hybrids could be the more fuel-efficient way to go. Because you can build six plug-in hybrid batteries for the same um, amount of materials it takes to build one EV battery. So then six people could have 38, let's say you're driving the Mitsubishi Outlander, then six people could have 38 miles of electric range, which I just told you most of America's daily commute is less than 30 miles. Right. So then they're, they have less emissions to build and we're more fuel efficient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just like, what about the hybrids and why didn't you mention those in there as well? Hmm. I just think I kind of bridged the gap a little bit too. It's like, why there's always haters on both sides. Like we all want more fuel economy. We all want to do things that are good for the environment. Right. So let's do it. Right. Anyway, I thought that was a juicy story. It is a juicy story. Are you bored to tears? No, I'm not bored of tears. I just think it's probably easier when you like have it in front of. I was like, try, I was like trying to keep up with really, you. Really, like I didn't do a good job. No, I think because like did. I read it multiple times. I had notes. I was like trying. No, to, I think you did. I had great, things highlighted. You did a great job. I understand. Should I start over? <laughs> Please no. Okay, next we have what is the best new car deal for 2022? This is by cars.com. And I posted on my stories like a little funny joke about how like we're not having Lexus December to remember. Like happy Honda days is over. Mary Chrysler isn't happening because there's just not a lot of incentives out. So here's the best incentives, which is just like crazy to see. Like this is the best they got. Chevy Equinox, factory discount, $1,500. That's all. Oh. That is it. Um, Chevy Malibu, factory discount, $1,000. Mm. 2022 Dodge Durango, factory discount, 1500 to $5,000. So that is something. And then that's all we got. So super low incentives. Um, and the interest rates are just like really high right now, too. Like, it's so crazy to see. I saw an ad the other day. I don't remember what car it was for, but it was 3.9% for 48 months, which is like <laughs> not a good rate. Yeah. And I know a lot of people who are getting like like 800 credit score and they're in like the sixes or sevens. Oh, my God. So it's just like crazy. I mean, it's just kind of like what's happening with the housing market. It's like as soon as the car prices drop, then the interest rates go up. So, yeah, it's like bummer times. Bummer times indeed. And that's all I have. Okay. Well, thank you for all that. Very exciting industry news. Kind of depressing, but interesting nonetheless. Well, I thought the my favorite stat that I want you to remember from industry news is that, yes, it is more damaging to the environment to build an electric vehicle but it only takes 1.9 years at the most to make up for those emissions. Mm-hmm. And I think that's an interesting statistic. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't, there's not other issues with the EV market and like the whole 2035 thing. Yeah, but I thing. do think it's a good point. That's like, well, in, in that 1.9 years, then you have to replace the battery. So 
Well, I don't see not, but maybe not. Like some batteries are saying might last ten years. All right, so we just we just don't know. But enough. then it's like there's also not enough data about like these colder climates because like these colder climates. And what sucks about the range is like a lot of people in these colder climates feel like they're being lied to. Because it's like 300 miles, yeah, in sunny Florida when it's sunny and 75 and you're driving on flat roads, like these Minnesota people in like this 30 degree weather, they're like, uh-uh, we're not mm-hmm. getting that. Yeah. Well, we'll have to keep an eye on it, as always. And then there's just like, okay, well, whatever, I'll stop talking. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 because I wanted to work on my gut health, immunity, and overall health, and Athletic Greens helps to do just that. I started taking AG1s because I was in search for a greens powder that actually tasted good and not just like blended up grass. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. I take the powder daily from home, but have also been sending Maddie to work with some AG1 packets so he can take it on the go. It supports better sleep quality and recovery. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good. Don't just take it from me, though. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash carpool. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash carpool to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Ditch drive through where we give you an easy dinner recipe to mix it up to get you out of your dinner rut. So if you want to call, leave a voicemail and leave your easy recipe, you can do so by calling 959-CARPOOL. Hi, Kelly and Liz. This is Madison from Massachusetts with a ditch the drive through recipe. A hummus crusted chicken with veggies. That makes it sound really fancy, but it's really not. All you need is an onion, um, a head of broccoli, or just a bag of already cut up broccoli, and one or two bell peppers, whatever color you want, and then a pack of chicken breast and a container of roasted red pepper hummus. And then you're just going to cut up your veggies, put them in the bottom of like a 9 by 11 glass baking pan, toss them in olive oil and whatever, like I just use salt and pepper, whatever seasoning you want, and then lay the chicken breast across, like on top of the veggies, and then you're just going to spread the hummus on top of the chicken. I like to put a layer on the bottom of the chicken and the top of the chicken for like lots of flavor, and then you can top with like breadcrumbs or crushed crackers if you want a little like crunch, like to give it a little crispy top. Um, and then just bake in the oven. I do like 350 for an hour, but my oven's kind of junk, so it might cook faster if you have a better oven than I do. Um, basically, just until I poke the chicken and it's the right temperature. Um, yeah, and then that's it. And it has a lot of flavor, and it's really good, and you can't even really tell you're eating vegetables. So, yeah, I hope you enjoy it if you try it. Thanks. So here's the, here are my thoughts on that recipe. Does it, am I, is my mouth watering for it? No. no it's not do i think it sounds so simple so easy and it's healthy and is going to check a box on like a slightly different dinner than just chicken and vegetables yes so i'm kind of here for it i love it i've never cooked hummus before no but i trust her i trust her I don't too think she'd steer me wrong no and i agree and also i love a recipe that gives oh now we have variations you get a roasted garlic one day you get the sriracha the, yeah. you can just like mix it you up you can mix it up and I think like what you do with those recipes, like on the days, listen to me carefully, on the days you eat chicken and vegetables, you stop and you get a fabulous dessert to go with it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A little reward. 
Well, it's just like, that's kind of what I do sometimes. Like, like sometimes it's like, I'm just going to eat this dinner and then I'm going to nightcap it with two Oreos, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Four Oreos. I actually think uh, that sounds pretty good to me right now. I would say my mouth wasn't watering before, but now that I'm kind of thinking about it, that actually sounds really nice. (laughs) No, it's like a nice hot meal, some chicken. Are you having any cravings or anything? Um no not yet i because i don't know if i'm just like craving sweets or if i'm truly just like finally letting myself just like enjoy life <laughs> and like eat food that like i wouldn't have before because i was just kind of more strict on my eating habits mm. so that's probably more of the case i'm like well if i'm just gonna gain weight anyway i might as well like enjoy it while it's happening and truly, like, the classic protein and vegetables, which I was, like, eating for my wedding diet, it just, like, doesn't really sound quite as good. Yeah. And I'm going to eat that and not even reap the rewards of, like, being skinny. <laughs> so. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think what I've been making. Oh, I made a great Trader Joe's five items or less recipe. Can I share? Sure. You know again favorite instagram account and like just like such a service to provide because like oh, such a service just such a service do you know what i mean yeah i want her i want to get her on the podcast it's like can we tip her like you know I'm, i need she to, deserves a i tip. need to buy her cookbook buy me her cookbook right now oh so bossy buy us both a copy um anyway buy a third we'll give one away anyway she had this recipe and it was ciabatta bread is that how you say it a ciabatta roll that sounds right and then it was like, and people are going to come for me because I'm pregnant, but I'm technically cooking it. So I don't want to hear about it. Um, and then like those like cured meats. So like the prosciutto salami thing, yeah. like whatever they sell. And then provolone cheese. And you pop that in or provolone cheese or whatever the people use, like a white cheese. And then you pop it in the oven. Let it get all nice and melty and crispy. And then you know what she tops it with? You know mm. what she topped it with, Elizabeth? Oh my gosh, what? Olive tapenade. And it was this like olivey, cheesy, salty sandwich and it gave me intense heartburn <laughs> worth it that's the thing you just have to trust it you just like have to no it, like her little uh curry meatball recipe make it weekly delish delish and that's our episode so thank you so much oh, for- I, I wasn't done oh what else are you gonna say i don't know i was just gonna like i'm in a talking mood i'm not cal okay. and i think i've done a very good job but what else do you want to say i guess that's all so thank you guys for so much listening to the carpool. Oh my gosh. <laughs> just, me a whole thing. I have a Chevy Equinox this week that I'm driving. Exciting. I think it's exciting. I'm happy for you. Okay. So to summarize, cameo for kids, not it. Motor trend throwing snark on EV haters. Barefoot dreams dupe, not good, but not a dupe. And put chicken on your hummus. Nope. Put hummus, hummus on, your, on your chicken. Nope. Hummus on your chicken. And snipe your friends. And that's the Carpool Podcast. So be sure to subscribe, leave us a review, and follow us on IG. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.